Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. This week, we're doing Guy Ritchie's Snatch, 2000's crime thriller comedy. Uh, I'm Dylan. Joining me this week is Ben and Cam. And to kick things off and get everybody in the right mood, we're going to go to this week's cocktail, and we embraced the meme. Uh, we're doing fight milk. There it is. Yeah. Body bodyguards, four long, bodyguards. Long been kind of memed on the podcast. <laughs> we're finally doing it uh, from season eight, episode seven of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Alcoholic dairy-based protein drink for bodyguards by bodyguards. It's the first alcoholic dairy-based first, protein sorry, drink I don't wanna, for bodyguards don't. by bodyguards. It's important that it's first. <laughs> and so to make a fight milk, you're first going to want to get some Cinnamon Toast Crunch, some milk. You're going to make cereal milk with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, so you just uh, infuse it by uh, letting it sit for about 15, 20 minutes. And then uh, you're going to mix four ounces of milk half ounce of maple syrup, a half teaspoon of vanilla extract, one tablespoon of peanut butter, and 1.75 ounces of dark rum, bourbon, or cognac. And you're going to pour that over ice in a uh, highball glass or a Collins glass. And uh, you're going to have yourself some fight milk. Uh, shake it really well because you want to break up that peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the crow eggs are optional. If you want to include those, you can for extra protein, but you don't have to. It's interesting. You know, it kind of just tastes mostly like milk. With really? A I was going to say, mine tastes like a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> I, can, I, I get like, I get some of the bourbon in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we both did bourbon. Um, but I think any of the other ones would be fine. Uh, I think in the show they use, um, it probably tastes better with this type of alcohol, but I think in the show they use like clear grain alcohol, like vodka mm, or something. Yes. But yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. I wish I put a little bit, I misread the instructions and put a little bit too I didn't put enough uh, maple syrup in here, but, you know, it's not bad. I thought it was going to be terrible, but it's actually not bad. I don't know. I had high hopes. When we were start- when we started to talk about cereal milk and shit, I was getting a little hype. I mean, cereal milk doesn't taste that, like, you know. It's like Yeah, I- maybe if you let it sit for longer, it would do better. I don't know. There's a place called Milk Bar, which is like a uh, dessert shop, and there's one in, like, New York and L.A., but that's, like, their whole claim to fame is, uh, like, cereal milk. And so they do like a uh, birthday cake and stuff with cereal milk infused yeah, into it. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of gimmicky. I feel like you don't, like you can smell it. And so maybe part of that it, you you can taste. But I feel like when you, I feel like it's deceptive. It smells like that, but then you taste it and it doesn't taste that much like the thing that was in it. Depending on the thing, I guess. I think they have, so they have like a cookbook and I think they let it sit for like an hour at least. I mean, I did 15 minutes and it was like... You know, uh, I did twenty. There's... It looked pretty sufficiently. I mean, maybe it could stay and to stand to go longer, but it looked pretty sufficient after twenty minutes. Yeah, I do get what you're saying, though. Like, I'm kind of hard pressed to find cinnamon in there. Yeah, did you top it with cinnamon? Oh shit, I did not. Because I, I did that, and so you can take you can you get a lot of the cinnamon aroma from by topping it with cinnamon. You know what? I wish. Uh, this recipe sorry the infatuation.com but i wish your recipe was written a little bit better yeah um because i did not get to the bottom where it probably says yeah it says at the bottom garnish with cinnamon yeah the last sentence <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish they would put that in the instru- in the uh ingredients because yeah because you're like oh yeah i got all my ingredients i mean i don't think it changes it too much but it definitely does a little bit 
It's like the uh, the thing where people do the recipes and uh, you know they write their whole life story in the first part. And it's like this was my dad's recipe, and when he fought in World War One, he <laughs> gave it down to me. It and was my dad's. That's gun. why I'm making Always chicken noodle it. soup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So how do I make it? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, with something like this, I get that there's a lot of prep. Yeah, like yeah. the. I don't know. They just like. If you if you go into the show notes and you you click the link to get to the infatuation, like I get the the first step where it's like infuse the cereal milk, but the other ones where it's like, all right, let's talk about the vanilla extract, let's talk about the yeah. peanut butter, let's talk about the maple syrup. It's like okay, come on. I I do appreciate that they add in that you're trying to get as strong as a crow in the peanut butter <laughs> step, <laughs> uh, just to really hammer in the point. This is by bodyguards for bodyguards. You you heard it here first. We we didn't hate it. We kind of enjoyed it. So make yourself a uh, a fight milk. Follow Go. the uh, <laughs> follow the link in the show notes. Go to theinfatuation.com. Learn how to make one, and then uh, come back to the show notes. Use the Drizzly and Casker links. Buy yourself some alcohol and have it delivered directly to your door. We get a little kickback. Helps us out. Helps you out. I don't know. Do they sell cinnamon toast crunch on Drizzly? They probably don't. There's that, uh, what is that delivery service? I mean, they're shipped. They're shipped. But, uh, I don't know. It, like GoPuff or whatever. The one that I thought was like a weed, like munchies delivery oh. thing. Well, I mean, I it, you could, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> it could I be. think maybe that was like their start. They were like, guys, munchies, GoPuff, right? And then it was like, we could actually just deliver groceries to anyone that asks. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a great, it seems like a good business model, you know, like. You know, it'd be really cool if if we got food delivered when we couldn't go drive ourselves. It'd be sweet, you know. <laughs> like, what do you um, want? I just want some flaming hot Cheetos, man. Oh my god! <laughs> you can check out Snatch right now, as of recording, on Amazon Prime in 4K UHD. If that's it is, uh, yeah, tickling it is your in fancy. 4K. I was pretty surprised. I, I had a, I hate how Prime like sets up their system. Like the it'll Prime have UI the title. Is such trash. It it is their UI it's so bad, awful. It's the it's worst like, one. Oh, here's Snatch in HD. Here's another title that's Snatch in 4K, and it's like, okay, just give me the option in the same right. one. The Don't other make me thing search is, search for it. Have you ever tried to watch shows on Amazon? The uh, seasons are in I different so. like they're in different places. Yes. You, have, you go here yes. for season one and here for season two. What the hell is that? Just put them in the same grouping like every other fucking streaming service. It makes no goddamn sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense because I. So I. I started to read uh, that wizard boy that we can't be named. Um, I started to read those books, and on we the just Kindle, can't mention it in the ad. We can't true. mention it in the ad. We can talk about it, but we can't mention it in that. So ad. I started to read Harry Potter. Uh, I read book one, and on the Kindle, the books are all put like so. If you go to Harry Potter and there's a series mm-hmm. of books, mm-hmm. there's one tile, and it's all seven wow. books in one tile. And did I'm you buy like, it as a collection, wow. or did you buy them separately? No. No, I I mean I just did like I think they're free to read on uh Amazon. Like if you're a Prime oh. member oh, on really? the Kindle, you can read book 1 and 2 for free. Oh, okay. But yeah, so check out Snatch cuz we going to spoil it. Yeah. And drink some fight milk. We didn't really explain why we were doing fight milk. I hope that's oh. self-evident. But I I mean the movie's got boxing as a major theme. Well, it's that's... boxing and they literally drink milk. 
So there is a lot of milk drink, and there's a whole speech about why you shouldn't drink milk because of evolution. And but we're gonna bodies drink milk built for dairy. Fuck it, drinking milk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a proud milk drinker. Okay, I won't take this milk oh, drinking no. slander. Oh no, it's just dumb. That's why they. Yeah, that's not... why they have brittle bones. Okay, I have big strong bones. <laughs> my teeth and my bones are so strong. <laughs> All this ah! calcium. It helps me rip through meat. Or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you know what would go great with this fight milk? Meat. Meat. <laughs> I don't think it would. I'm not going to lie. I don't think it would. Uh, Snatch is a 2000s crime comedy, comedy film. Oh. It, I mean, I, some could say, I guess. No, I don't think so. It's a little too smash cut for stoner film, I feel like. Yeah. I think they'd be more confused than the general public already is trying to watch... <laughs> These types of cuts. Currently sits at an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's the number 119 on IMDb Top 250. It's written and directed by Guy Ritchie. Stars Jason Statham, Brad Pitt, Stephen Graham, uh, Vinny Jones, Benicio Del Toro. The cast list is not set up in order of importance order or of any importance. specifically order. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The cast list on IMDb blows. Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina. Uh, Alan Ford, Jason Fleming. See, Lenny James. Ewan Brimner, who has a very bit part as Mullet, but he's in Train Spotting as Spud. If uh, anyone's seen that one, nobody has seen Train Spotting. That's a lie. It's a great, great British film. (laughs) It's a very popular British movie. Yeah, I I haven't seen it, but I know a bunch of people have seen it. It's the story of. An unscrupulous boxing promoters, violent bookmakers, a Russian gangster, incompetent amateur robbers, and supposedly Jewish jewelers fight to track down a priceless stolen diamond. That is about right. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> Yeah. It's a pretty boiled that, down. It's actually summary. very it's more succinct than it's than like what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I will say most half the people in the movie are not looking for the diamond. Yeah, well, there's like half a plot that's doing the diamond thing, and then half a plot that's doing the fight thing at the same time. Um, spoilers were ahead, but like, yeah, the guys who end up with the diamond chanced upon it. Yeah, in the first place. Well, and the which, person who ended up with the diamond ultimately was the one searching for it originally. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've seen this movie. Um, let's tell Bill Ben before this is my dad's favorite movie. Oh really? He, yeah, I told him uh, earlier. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're doing uh, Snatch for our podcast," and he was like, "Oh yeah, I just had some people over to show them. They'd never seen it." <laughs> <laughs> like had a this party for Snatch. Yeah, this and like Kill Bill are his like. You haven't seen that movie? We gotta watch this movie, man. <laughs> Interesting. I haven't seen Kill Bill either. This movie to me is Pulp Fiction on cocaine interesting yeah this one is weird it's very similar like to me it's very similarly set up where you have like several parties that just like don't interact with one like okay they interact with one another but like one might interact with the other and then it's just kind of a web of different stories kind of commingling into one full story yeah it's like an actual linear version of what pulp fiction would be but like on cocaine i i love the part Speaking of that, when like when they all like intermingle at the one point when they're all driving cars separately, 
and you yeah. like see things happen and then it like explains it back like over to you where it's like oh they threw the milk out of the car and it hit the windshield i was like man this is kind of what we've been waiting for like all these stories finally hitting and it's like a stupid chance encounter that no one actually pays attention to yeah it's weird because this movie feels very like fast and slow at the same time there's a lot of spots where it's like it's and not in a bad way but you know it's like you know dialogue or whatever but then like things just kind of like turn on a dime like for example like near the end i think where uh what's the jeweler's the guy's name who's trying to get the jewels um uh avi or uh the other one like the british one or the no, american no it's not one? avi the american one. avi is the american yeah one. avi he's like trying to shoot the dog and he's like come on <laughs> let's go come on what do you oh and then he just like leaves the country <laughs> like just shows yeah. him on a plane again back to america it's like oh yeah he's, all right. he's like never go to yeah. fucking and then at the end of the movie <laughs> they call about the diamond and he's immediately back on the fucking plane to london <laughs> yeah. i was trying to like figure out a cocktail based on what he says because he's like i don't leave my country unless it's for sandy beaches cocktails with straw hats oh yeah <laughs> and i was like trying to i was like that sounds like something like tiki-ish right. i think he confused um, small umbrellas for but, straw hats yeah that's i was like where would you get a tiny straw Look, hat dennis Farina. dennis Farina is straight midwest <laughs> chicago he doesn't do fucking foo-foo drinks the man probably drinks whiskey straight <laughs> maybe on the rocks if it's if it's a day that he doesn't want to get too plastered or maybe he likes pina coladas. Actually, I think um, I should say he... Maybe he likes getting caught in the rain. I should too. say he did. I, I believe <laughs> oh he did God. pass away a couple of years ago. But So you guys kind of gave your like impressions on the movie. Uh, what else you guys got to add? Ben kind of was talking about the disjointed uh, storyline to it. Yeah, it was like disjointed in a way that like if the diamond in the end ended up just like not being found and like that that's the end it to me would have not really changed much of the story because it felt like the diamond was just a giant mcguffin the entire fucking movie yeah we're like yeah this is like the whole kind of thing but it's really just to kind of set it up and it's really not that important but i enjoy it i i kind of like when you have like the different strands in that all to this person's connected to this person this person's connected to this person and now that we're like two thirds of the way through the movie, these two people are going to interact. Or, in the case of the the two guys that robbed the bookie's office and Jason Statham's character, like their only interaction is like kind of just passing each other in the in the cars. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we've come full circle. Where like every character has interacted with one another at this point. Um, like I said, sir, it why felt... do you have a dead man with no, no arm, arm in your? <laughs> is that a is that a tea cover <laughs> i felt so bad for those people like the entire time i felt like they just kept getting shafted oh God, at yeah. every turn yep like, every single wasn't even their fault a lot of the time they just kept getting just like screwed over and over i mean they did go after the wrong guy that kind of that started the whole thing but well it's all tyrone's fault because he backed into uh Four finger Freddy's. Hey, hey, in his defense, it's a difficult angle. It was behind him. Yeah, <laughs> it was too tight of a spot. No, no, no. The spot where he could park a fucking airplane was too small of a spot. No, because they looked across and it was just like basically the open street. And he's like, "Nah, it's too tight of a spot." 
You could land a fucking airplane over there. What do you mean? And then he backs into the van. Also, the same thing with Benicio Del Toro's character. Like, the entire time it leads you into thinking he's going to play this just massive part in the movie. <laughs> and then it's just like, you kind of only see his face. Like, it shows the the montage of him gambling. I think, honestly, that's the most you see him in the movie. Yeah, like, it's literally, he's just here to get the diamond into London, and then... And then go make yeah, the bet. He's dead. Yeah, he's But they play him, yeah, but they he play him up as, like... And then he dies. Yeah, but you don't actually, like, see his face no, from, like, I feel like a don't. majority of the time he's in the movie. You don't actually see it's actually him. He's either in this, like, the Jewish disguise at the beginning, or he's got a bag on his head, and then the fucking blade just shoots him in the head. Dude, one job. Don't kill him. That was all you had to do. What's the combination? Well, he just shot the guy. The only guy that knew it. <laughs> so why didn't you take his arm off? We're, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not butchers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's the same when, like, uh, the dog, when they're like, oh, no, the dog ate the diamond or whatever. And and he's like, look inside the dog. <laughs> the guy's like, Tony's what? like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what I mean? Look like in the Tony, dog. Tony would like kill anyone in an instance, but once he has to like open a dog, yeah, you know, it's, it's like, like his morals. <laughs> I thought he, it was funny. He was like, it doesn't seem a little like I don't remember what he said, like harsh or dark or something like that. Yeah, it's like you've <laughs> killed, you've already killed like multiple people at this point. This is where you draw the line. I also love the irony of like him being sold as this dude that like he survived being shot six times. And what kills him is an accidental stray bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's it. Same thing with the... What the hell was the... Was it Brutus the Blade? Boris. Boris. Boris the Blade. And then they also called him Boris the Bullet Dodger. And, like, yeah. he gets shot literally through a wall. And then also, like, five more times after that. Or well, something. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at that point, it's hard to dodge. But the first time... Oh, my God. He plays... He plays the Juggernaut in X Men: Last Stand. Vinny no. Jones, the guy who plays Tony oh, the Bullet Tooth. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Vinny, yes, that I did know. I thought you were going to say that Boris the Blade did, and I was like, wait, <laughs> no, what? A little old for that. No, 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 no. That can't be. Yeah, I do. I that's that does make sense because he looked familiar, and I thought it was from. I also didn't realize. I kept trying to figure out where I knew Lenny James from. The one of the mm-hmm. the two jewelry like the guys that went to rob the bookie and he's in the walking dead it's morgan oh okay. yes which yeah. you would remember from like the early seasons and then i think he's probably still on there because they've run out uh, of anything he's not else to anymore do on that show. this says oh no he was in he was in fear of the walking dead for a little bit but oh well yeah they needed someone to be in there <laughs> let's be honest they've bled that franchise dry and they're still trying to ring that out I think this is the last season, right? It yep. should have been the last season like three seasons ago. Should have been the last season ten years ago. They they lost everyone, especially when it was like, "Hey, who dies from Negan?" And it's like, I don't know, but do we have to wait a whole fucking year to find out? The answer is yes. We do have to wait a whole year. Cool, cool. By the time you come back on the air, no one cared anymore. Right. And then it was it just kept being the same thing over and over again. Like, yep. all right, let's go to the prison. All right, the prison got overran by this big bad guy. All right, we killed the bad guy. Let's go somewhere else. Oh, no, there's another big oh, bad guy. Yeah. Next week on Talking Dead. 
I totally forgot about the ending. Like, I remember Brad Pitt. Yeah, I thought they were totally fucked. The the final fight. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I remember him like goofing. But it wasn't actually a goof. The the final fight too. And then he did it. And then it was like, oh yeah, but they uh, clapped back hard. (laughs) Right. And uh, like murdered the entire organization that (laughs) Brick Top had. I mean, that's a pretty, I just, I do think it's interesting to like, like, the motivation's so weird. It's like, oh, you don't want to fight for me unless I buy you a caravan? All right, I'm going to kill your mother. It's like, <laughs> what? Why Why well, is that I mean, any motivation? He did motivation? fuck up the previous fight, though. I know, but still, it's like, why is that? What's the? I feel like once you do that, it's like the opposite effect. It's like, well, why would I? What do I have to lose now, you know? It's just... All of your friends and family i mean i guess but you lose like the one person you love the most it's kind of like but he but he likes dags he does like dags i blame tommy tommy should have just never gotten it in the first place yeah that's true right he just like, if he'd just gotten the caravan like you're supposed to none of this would have happened yeah yeah just got it at a discount instead he got a dog and a caravan where the wheels fell off i do appreciate throughout the movie the like quips back and forth in the dialogue it's probably some of the best parts of yes. guy Ritchie movies is the is those like interchanges like like in that scene where he, he loses he, he goes back and he's like hey it broke he's like you bought it as is and he's like no i want i want my money back and i'll give you back the caravan he's like i don't want that caravan it's broken it doesn't have Why wheels i want a caravan without yeah. wheels <laughs> damn it he got me yeah this is i feel like this is probably like if you were gonna look at Guy Ritchie and like analyze what he, what his directorial style is, I feel like this is definitely like his calling card. Quintessential Guy Ritchie, right here. Yeah, like I feel like for Quentin Tarantino, it would probably be Pulp Fiction, and I feel like Snatch would be the. Yeah, because you do Guy see Ritchie. parts of this in other movies, like in um, uh, Sherlock Holmes um you see some of his like artistic style in that especially in like the fight yeah, scene like the fighting stuff yep. yeah that where he where it's like fast but also slow-mo at the same time but what about aladdin and like quick cuts did he direct aladdin <laughs> I, I haven't watched that one he yes, directed he did aladdin, aladdin and he's directing apparently aladdin 2 why would they select him to do aladdin that just seems so odd it's i i don't know but i i am looking at imdb and i saw that and i thought to myself why i mean he's kind of gotten away from like these types of movies a little bit like sherlock holmes wasn't like snatch uh the man from uncle was like i'm gonna say he did the man from uncle which is kind of like this i mean it's a little bit more like high budget and formalized but it's it's still got some of these elements in it it's a big budget like but it's like a spy action movie yeah like it kind of makes sense it fits it fits the theme of what you do Aladdin does. I haven't seen The Gentleman. I feel like The Gentleman was like this, but with more American star power. <laughs> but I, I haven't seen The Gentleman yet. Oh, that was I've the heard one of like The Gentleman. Matthew McConaughey. I did yeah. want to see that. Yeah, I never and, saw that. Uh, what's his name? Um, the Charlie guy who plays Pop. Snake Eyes. Oh. Um, I'm looking. H- Henry Golding. The guy, yeah, the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. He's like the Timothy Chalamet of the older generation right now i feel like he's in like everything oh really interesting like, Tim, t- timmy chalamet is like the young like hot item and i feel like henry golding <laughs> is the older hot young item. hot item <laughs> you call him timmy 
<laughs> he knows him. Yeah, but it's his name, it's, Timmy, it's, it's Timmy Shelley. It's because Dylan knows him, but he's one of those like people Good who's like, Timmy Shelley. you remember me? I knew you when you were in diapers 10 years ago. <laughs> At their like 12th birthday party. Oh, it's like, I don't remember you. I have never met you in my even child oh, I knew life. you when you were just up to my knee. Yeah. I, I don't fucking remember you, but... Yeah. Yeah, of course, sure. No idea. Dylan's that guy. Ah, Timmy, yes, of course. Ah, I remember yes. when you were but a wee lad. I mean, that's that's like me and Bob. Me and Bob De Niro, you know? Oh, we calling go him back. Bob now? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like me and Christ, you know? Christian Bale. Christian <laughs> 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 Bale. <laughs> uh... Brad Pitt plays an interesting role in this movie. It's he uh, originally wasn't supposed to be in. Oh, really? Like his character wasn't written at all for. And then what? like Brad Pitt really wanted to work with him. He he talked to Richie and Richie was like, yeah yeah like I got this idea for a movie blah blah blah. And then like was like shit now I need a part for Brad Pitt and so like wrote in this this part and Brad Pitt was kind of like. Uh, I just did Fight Club, and like I was a boxer in that, you know. So like I don't want to be typecast as like the fighter dude, but he really wanted to work with Guy Ritchie. And uh, interesting. Well, he did not end up being typecast as a boxer, that's for sure. Um, I mean, he probably just didn't take any more roles. <laughs> I thought it <laughs> was funny to how fist yeah, fight he anyone. Like, I don't know his entire character. Like I don't know how he got into like that character and like the accent that he did in that and like like that. Yeah. He can't understand him half the time. I'm glad I had subtitles on, because otherwise, I don't know if I would have understood anything what he said. Yeah, I was reading some of the stuff, uh, and I guess like he didn't shower often, because like his character was kind of like grimy, you know. Mm. Uh, and then like he based his accent off of like a guest on like an Irish television show. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and so that's like where he kind of got the accent. But he does the he does the accent so well because you oh, can't it's even really like good. it's it's really like good. not even Brad Pitt's voice. Well, like. yes, it would if you closed your eyes and listened to him, you would not say that's Brad Pitt. But I also am an American trying to judge what someone's accent is. Oh, for being I mean, Irish. I, so I, like, I just think it's a great accent. I don't know if it's yeah. Like, that's the thing. Is it's hard <laughs> a for me great to be like Roma accent? It's great because it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent accurate. It's like. I don't know, but to to kind of throw yourself into it and to the point where, like I said, if you closed your eyes and someone was like, all right, who's talking on the screen? And you would never be like, oh, that's Brad Pitt. Even like Benicio Del Toro's accent is like kind of weird. Like, is he is he supposed to be Belgian? I see like he did the Jewish accent in the beginning, but then even yeah. when he was talking to everyone else, he still sounded like he was keeping like kind he was of still a doing Jewish that accent accent i mean maybe maybe he actually is i guess because like he knows well it he is knows, he like, does avi say it's cousin avi it might be actually his cousin because i was gonna say i think he calls doug or yeah i think he calls doug bubby yeah so so he might Check actually be like related to them i don't know what bubby means let me look at this grandmother <laughs> Huh. It's a Yiddish word for grandmother. <laughs> I I feel like I've heard other like typically I feel like most of the time you s I hear someone called Bubby, it's from an older character to a younger character.
Uh, I um, believe it's just a term of endearment. It probably it seems way back when almost everyone called their grandmother Bubby. Now the name seems to have declined in popularity, but we still love it. What is this like a blog about what to name yourself to your grandkids? What a great website. So this one I see is Jewish grandmother or an endearing term just for like or, a one. Uh, a pet name for a significant other mm-hmm. or a like a front a friend maybe well i'm gonna start calling you bubby ben team billin <laughs> don't make me blush <laughs> uh we're gonna go to some ads we're gonna come back and i'm gonna take us through trivia you, you know we love saving the turts you know cam hates fucking paper straws paper straws song song uh. <laughs> I will say that paper straw technology has improved since I last shat on paper straws. I have used a couple since I've been able to go out more recently due oh, to yeah. being vaccinated. And That's what they were uh, doing the whole time while we were inside. They were just inventing better paper straws. I have seen also not paper straws, but it seems like they're compostable plastic straws or something. Like You're talking about the like ones that are made different. out of like agave or whatever? I have no idea what the composition of these straws are. I'm just, <laughs> but they are different. I'm than not a straw expert, you but you're the expert, Dylan. But I do know a good glass straw when I see one. You know. Yes, I will say for those for being at home and where you, you know, maybe you like straws in your fruity margaritas, or you like straws to mix with your, you know, old fashions or whatever. You know, having these straws around the home is really nice. No, not constantly like throwing things away or you don't have to keep buying straws all the time like you just buy a couple and then you're good and if you want cocktail picks or muddlers they have that too it, there's many colors he's getting into like designs so like the pride flag he puts it on like the side of the straw he's got hearts he's got critters it's like you get a piece of art along with a straw a little multi-use uh, oh yeah he has critter straws which have there's see a dolphin a salamander that salamander looks intricate. That is impressive. Grab some glass straws from Surfside Sips. Use promo code Cocktails and Classics spelled out for twenty percent off. We get a little kickback from that, and you get you get to save some money on some glass straws, and they should last you a long time. Dishwasher safe. They're pretty sturdy. Just don't uh, drop them on the floor like me, like a big idiot. And you have to buy more. <laughs> Zach's not here, that little piece of shit. <laughs> so <laughs> what? Leave I'm hosting in. this trivia. <laughs> also, real quick, uh, I'm gone for one fucking week. I lose power, can't make a podcast. And you let Zach win? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's on. That's on sorry. Dylan because I administered. It was the Cam's questions, quiz. though. Like, if Cam would have asked me the right questions, I I could have stopped. Only him. losers blame the rules of the game. You, I guess. You dishonored. I mean, I am a loser. I I will accept that I, <laughs> I lost and I I fudged up, but I'm sorry. The meme is no more. I always thought we'd award Zach his first win by him stumping us and none of us getting any questions right. Well, hopefully, we can do that right now. I uh, I got us some trivia questions, so let's see what we got. Question number one. In the scene where the dog snatches the diamond 
and Avi fires the gun freely, killing Bullet Tooth Tony. There's a movie poster for a movie we have discussed on this podcast in the background. What movie is it from? Is it A, Scarface, B, The Warriors, C, Reservoir Dogs, or D, D Goodfellas? D, boo. We don't do four-part questions. You guys hate here. when I do do all the options? I mean, that's fine. What, it, what was D? I'm sorry. Someone just started yelling Booed shit. all over it? Goodfellas. All right. Um... They are all time appropriate, so, so it was, don't go looking at that. Goodfellas would Reservoir be... Dogs, Goodfellas. Scarface, Warriors, Reservoir Dogs, Goodfellas. All right. So this is in England. 2000. Well, no, I'm going off of the England thing. Is the Warriors British or no? Is that American? Okay. I'm trying to go off of what I think... Um, they're all American movies as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it would be popular there. So I'm gonna actually say Scarface, I guess. Uh, I think we talked about the fact that Guy Ritchie was uh, kind of influenced by Tarantino. So my guess is gonna be Reservoir Dogs. Well, the answer is B, The Warriors. Wow, I almost went with it. Huh. Damn it! Uh, supposedly, it is one of Guy Ritchie's favorite films. So he uh, checks out movies. Dope. Had a little, had a little <laughs> homage to it. I see. I didn't get it right because I wasn't there for the Warriors. Uh, you missed sorry. out on a banger. So I didn't technically discuss it. So your question's actually invalid. <laughs> <laughs> question number two. We've got a zero zero tie. When interrogating Mullet on the street, Tony closes Mullet's head in the window, turns on the radio before driving down the street. What Madonna song does Tony love? Is it A, Lucky Star? B, Like a Virgin? C, Material Girl, or D, Live to Tell? I'm going to go with Material Girl? No basis. Oh, God. I can't remember. What were the... God damn it. This is why I write this shit down. Lucky Star, Like a Virgin, Material Girl, or Live to Tell? Maybe it is Like a Virgin. It's not I'm going like to switch a... my answer to Like a Virgin, I guess. Ben doesn't think it's Like a Virgin. I don't believe it's like a virgin. I'm going to say live to tell. This might be my chance to sweep. Oh, no. It is a lucky star. God. They do have a conversation at the very beginning of the film talking about the Virgin Mary, which is an homage to Quentin Tarantino and Reservoir Dogs, where they have a discussion about like a virgin at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I knew it was A or D, and I just couldn't remember which fucking... I knew it wasn't one of the, like, big two songs little no well I, not little known fact but uh guy Ritchie was married to madonna for uh, a while after this movie what? too. oh my god yeah yeah what the hell all right going into question three if dylan sweeps us i'm gonna quit the pod <laughs> dealer's choice uh do you want to talk about deaths or swears i want nothing to do with this fucking trivia game anymore Death. First, Zach gets a win. Now Dylan's going to get a fucking sweep. So, question number three. What is the body count in the film Snatch? Is it A, 24? B, 25? C, 26? That's or D, so 27? That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Three choices. My Fuck least you. favorite questions when Zach does this is when he does shit like this, where it's like, Pick a number. One. <laughs> they, the choices are one, two, three, or four. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> like, I don't know. Fuck. Like, 
Jesus Christ. You know, I'm surprised it was even that high at 24. Although I guess they did say they killed 12 people at the very end of the movie, so. Yes, that is, uh, I think that is where majority of these come from. Well, at least half. Uh, I think 12, and then, yeah, they said they had to bury 12 bodies at the end, so it's, there's 12. God, there's so many, I guess, I now know. thinking back at it. I mean, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna lowball it, and I'm gonna say 24. I guess I think I think we're about to get swept. Uh, fucking four options. Four options. Get rid of one. So bad. You showed. Boo. Boo. Give us three. Give us three like a fucking adult. Give us two. Fifty-fifty. Let's go. <laughs> I'd like to phone a friend. Uh, that friend is director Guy Ritchie. Can we get Guy on the phone? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he sent me uh, hello to, he sent me straight to voicemail <laughs> hello this is guy Richie. this is guy Richie. <laughs> how are you i'm just dating madonna is I that australian i feel like you virgin to australia i don't know they just all bleed together guy Richie was the fucking chimney sweep in mary poppins <laughs> hello governor dude god damn it i'm right. michael kane how are right. you in spain falls jelly and michael kane oh my god I don't know. I'm going to fucking say 26 and hope I'm right. We have a winner. Fuck you. The answer is 26. Nice. I'm glad oh, Dylan didn't God. win. I thought you were going to say it was you. <laughs> we have so a winner. Ben, it's me, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> ben uh, takes it home this week with uh, one correct out of three, but that's all it takes in these games, ladies and gentlemen. I don't Whew. care if I win. I just need Dylan to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Cam and Ben hadn't seen this film before, so they're gonna give you a an initial rating, and uh, I have, so I'll go last, and I'll tell you what I what I was gonna give it before and what I give it now. So Snatch, it was a good movie. Um, I think it took a bit to get off its uh, off it off the ground a little bit at the beginning, a little confusing as to what was happening, but um, but overall, it was a fun movie. It was interestingly shot. I don't know if I'd say well shot, but it was definitely interesting, like the cuts and stuff he used. The dialogue is good, as are in um, as a lot of his movies are, and the plot's actually pretty interesting, uh, especially near the end um, when everything kind of wraps up. So I gave this one a 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed the movie. Okay. Well, that's good, because that's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> nice. Yeah, in the same way I think talking about Pelican Brief, that like even though I'd never seen it, I just felt like 90s nostalgia. This movie just straight up gave me 2000s nostalgia. The quick cuts, the action sequences, everything like that. Um, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I love the kind of the threads all coming together. This storyline kind of merging with this storyline and so on and so forth was, was really cool. Uh, yeah, overall, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. If you enjoy kind of an action-y flick check it out uh if not still check it out it's a fun movie uh going in uh at some point dylan gave this a 10 out of 10 because that's what it says on imdb uh whoa 10 and coming out i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at a nine i don't know i leave it I at a nine but you but you said it was a 10 well that's sorry not i'm gonna okay okay i'm gonna bump it down <laughs> to a nine is that is that fit your vocabulary yeah, better, that, Cam? well that's what you did so yeah that does no 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 i i meant it as like well i'm leaving 
I'm going to no, leave it you at leave, a nine when you because leave I am something, exiting no, the no, building. No, no. That's not when you leave On the something. exit, I am I'm leaving this nine here. Here is that's my not nine what cam it means. and I'm giving it to Snatch. Not, no, when you say I'm going to leave it, it means you're not going to touch it. You're going to just put it, you're going to keep it exactly where it was. No, no, no. Like I came over to your house with a 10, <sighs> but, but I'm leaving with this nine. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with your interpretation of leave. Every other co- time we've used leave in the context of this podcast has been the exact, like, I kept it at the same rating. Not, here's a present, it's a nine. Not, <laughs> it's not, like, it's Surprise! Not, it's also not a great So, hey, present. I know I showed up with a ten, but deuces, it's a nine. Right, like, that's, like, awful. <laughs> like, hey, I showed up to your house. Also, I uh, used all your toilet paper. Bye. I left you with no toilet paper. See ya. It's the same okay, thing. That's not, it's the same not thing the same as when I got here. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's not. Jesus Christ. I'm going <laughs> to bump it to a nine. Um, well, good, because that's what you did. I think it's very uh, a very smooth movie. Um, it's a very moist movie. Very I don't, don't say that. I would... Uh, I would definitely compare it to like a music video. I th- I Ooh, think like it's a Moby um, music video. No, that would be um, <laughs> you the get beach. Snapped by Obi. Oh my god! Thirty-six year old man in boys' clothing. <laughs> I would compare this movie to like a a music video in the sense of like it's really quick action. You do have to pay attention though. There's a lot going on in this movie, uh, with all the storylines. Like one character. Like the one that I I had never noticed was the guy who's with Frankie at the Diamond Heist and who he like hands the gun over. He takes the bullets out before he hands it over. That guy is Boris's like cousin or brother or whatever, and like calls brother. him to tell him t- about the diamond. Yeah. I had never like caught that storyline before. It's a very like you have to pay attention, or like you're not going to catch all the details. Beautifully shot. I like the quick action cut stuff that kind of interesting it's definitely not uh a big thing today i think uh the dialogue and the interaction between characters is great um it's funny will everyone need to watch it i don't i don't think if like if this doesn't sound like something you're interested in i don't think you need to watch it but i i will say that i think most people should watch this movie because i think it's a, a fun one and it's worth the what is it like an hour and 40 minutes yeah yeah that's the thing too is it did not feel it never felt long it yeah kept like i i think it flies through that hour and 40 yeah minutes. it does it does a good job doing that i'm gonna drop it to at nine check it out on amazon prime you can watch it in 4k that's cool right check out the show notes make yourself some fight milk <laughs> there it is uh <laughs> Hit up those Casker and Drizzly links. Get yourself some alcohol. Help us out there. Uh, buy some straws from Surfside Sips. Check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Send us your movie and drink recommendations. Next week, we'll do Cool Hand Luke. So tune in. Listen to it. And as always, watch responsibly. <laughs>